0: Back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Against the Spread podcast only on the War Report Radio series. I'm your gracious host, Jared Adams. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at War Report Radio, on Instagram, War underscore Report underscore Radio. Uh, we are back with another installment of the Against the Spread podcast. I'm joined by my very special guest, always the Stat Guy. Stat Guy, say what's up to the people, man.
1: Good evening, world. I'm coming to you from the suburbs of New Jersey. I can leave my garage door open without getting violated, so let's get right into these picks or report. Uh, I'm glad to be here with, with my gracious host, Jared Adams.
0: Hey, man, that's what's up, man. We already have week seven in the NFL. Uh, and uh, we already missed the uh, Thursday night football game, we, which we didn't really make picks for. Um, and theoretically, uh, I picked the Chiefs, but uh, they wind up losing to the Oakland Raiders. Uh, nonetheless, who'd you have in that game, real quick, before we begin on Sunday, uh, 1 o'clock uh, kickoff? That guy. Yeah,
1: the, I also went with the KC Chiefs. They were uh, an, a favorite, even though they were playing uh, against the Raiders on their home turf. That was Thursday night football. I actually had tuned in for the uh, Knicks NBA. Action, Absolutely. So I didn't follow that game very closely. I heard he was a barn burner towards the end. Uh, but the the Oakland, uh, excuse me, the Raiders did cover. Uh, and so I took a loss in that particular Thursday night uh, tilt.
0: Hey, man, ain't nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. I think a lot of America's attention were tuned into the Mellow versus the Knicks. NBA kickoff. He wanted to see how they would mesh with Melo, PG 13, and, and, and Russell Westbrook with the Thunder. So it's pretty logical that uh, Thursday night football, this, this week at least, was an afterthought with the NBA kickoff. And everybody's really excited for the, uh, the NBA season. However, the Against the Spread podcast, we're going to more focus on the NFL and get you guys right for your picks this week, uh, this upcoming Sunday, 1 o'clock. We're going to start. Right now, with my team, the Buccaneers, traveling all the way to Buffalo uh, to face the Bills. Buccaneers at Bills. There's going to be no line for this game. dunkell Spread has the Bills' favorite by 10 points. He's going to take Buffalo. Uh, there's no line on this game. I don't really like how the Buccaneers are playing, but we do get Jameis Winston back from a little shoulder injury scare that he went down in the first quarter with last week. Even though that game was long over before he went down. We were already down like 21 nothing. So I'm really not liking the production I'm getting out of the Buccaneers. Offense right now, the play calling is a little shaky. In my opinion, from what I've seen. And the defense, they can't stop a nosebleed. Uh, however, I'm not going to give up on my team just yet in Week 7. This is a must-win game for the Buccaneers. Give me the Buccaneers with no line uh, squeaking out a win on the, on the road. In the cold uh, Buffalo Bills territory.
1: Yeah, I also have the Bucks um taking that. I, I was I thought uh Fitzpatrick, who A.K.A. uh Ryan Fitzmagic, magic would come in and try to stop Jamin Winston's uh thirty seven game uh start streak. Uh but Winston is definitely starting.
0: Definitely starting, yes.
1: Yeah, because uh He needs to really step up. Uh, They have to kind of put it together because their offense has been sluggish. The defense has been, like, as you mentioned, Uh, the kicker is a curse down there in Tampa Bay. There's no Nick Foles. I think this guy Pat McMurray is a new guy down there. So, Tampa Bay has got to do something because uh, I know Malcolm Glazier owns that squad. He owns Manchester United. This guy does not horse around with his sports teams. They'll fire you in a so uh they got to get their act together real quick or because they the worst thing for you is to have talent and Tampa Bay is loaded a lot of skilled positions' There's Sean Jackson they got that new tight end from Alabama they got a lot of talent down there they were on hard knocks uh but they're definitely playing like they got a hangover.
0: Absolutely man they're just playing soft football right now. Uh, they got pretty much waxed by uh, Minnesota. At Minnesota, they're not even playing really well on the road right now. Uh, they had they're winless on the road. The only two victories came against the Giants and the Bears at home. It's just not looking good right now for the Buccaneers season. So if they're gonna get right back, if they're gonna get right back on track, uh, this is a must-win situation. And I'm, I'm gonna ride with my guy, see if we can we, we can uh, steal a victory out in Buffalo. Yeah, that's not a
1: far-fetched pick at all. Buffalo is coming off of a bye, so they're well-rested. They're going to be ready up there up there in Buffalo, New York, uh, upstate New York. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I know uh, they, uh, Tampa Bay was on hard knocks, and, and that's the best they looked all year. It was, was on hard knocks.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Next game, man, moving right along, we're going to go with the Bengals. Uh, at Steelers. Uh, the Steelers shocked a lot of people last week. Well, not really a shocker, but they beat the Chiefs on the road. Gave the Chiefs the first loss. And um, it's not like we expected the Chiefs to go undefeated. So, I'm not sure how surprised we should be at that. However, the spread for the uh, Bengals at Steelers game is going to be Steelers minus 5.5. And, uh, and, the, and the Dunkel spread has the Steelers only better than the uh, Bengals by 3. So, he's going to go with the Bengals with the points. Uh, I don't see him. I don't join him in that assessment. I think the Steelers... Uh, have they they, they kind of maybe awoken the sleeping uh, the, the sleeping monster uh, of talent that they have in that locker room uh, last week by going on the road and beating the Chiefs? So I don't think they go on the road beat the Chiefs just to go back to their home base and then um, not cover the spread against the Bengals. Give me the Steelers uh, against the spread here minus five and a half.
1: Yeah, this is why we're talking. I'm going to disagree. I'm I like Cincinnati in this one. I think this is going to be like a uh, foul play, fala palooza You got a lot of bad blood between these two teams mm. over the years. Um, it's going to be uh, Cincinnati has gone from zero and three to mm. three and three. If they can take this win, they could get to three and three. I know the Pittsburgh defense definitely showed up last week, and they were punishing KC. Uh, but these teams again—they're in the same division, the AFC. Uh, uh, the division, and, and and I think this is Cincinnati can cover that spread there. So, I'm gonna go with the Bengals, uh, with Andy Dalton, the redhead. Uh, AJ Gr- uh, Green is starting to become a little bit more productive. I think they uh, Marvin Lewis is off the hot seat, so we'll see.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, well, that's awesome. are looking
1: well. Though. Steelers are doing good, they're looking good. They, they impressed last week, but that one play against Kansas City where Antonio Brown caught that touchdown for 51 yards that could have been an easily an interception mm. Casey goes in and takes it and then we're talking terribly about these Steelers so just be careful with these closely matched games as far as putting that hard earned cash you know pay your bills before you start putting some money down
0: absolutely absolutely and with, with that said those are all valid points I'm going to change my pick from a Steelers against the spread to Steelers straight money line. I think they're going to win it, come out with a victory. But I'm not sure if they can cover the spread now, uh, all things considered. Uh, but moving right along, uh, thank, you, thank you for that stat guy. Uh, maybe change my pick. But either way, Ravens at Vikings. Uh, the Ravens are kind of shaky this year. Vikings, they put the hurt on Aaron Rodgers last week. Uh, the, the spread for this game is Vikings minus six. Uh, Dunkel spread has the Vikings by 11 and a half better. And uh, he's going to go with the Vikings, minus six. I'm going to join him in that assessment simply because the Vikings are probably one of the toughest teams to beat right now at home in that new stadium. Uh, they pretty much sell out every game right now in Minnesota in that new uh, new dome. And they got all the amenities and stuff. And just the defense is, is lights out. Uh, you don't really like what you're getting from your offense. But then again, I don't really expect the Ravens uh, to go cross-country. A little bit and uh, beat the Minnesota Vikings, and they don't even play the Minnesota Vikings a lot. So, give me the Vikings uh, at home with uh, against the against the spread uh, minus six.
1: Yeah, I'm going to join you with that pick. And, and the Ravens have been just terrible uh, offensively. Uh, they're starting to have a they're starting to call out Joe Flacco uh, from the University of Delaware as far as not getting the job done. Um, Shout to you, Dell.
0: Shout out to you, Dale. As,
1: as you mentioned, uh, the Vikings have bl- been playing really good defense, and there's been some chatter in the news also about Teddy Bridgewater getting back on the practice field. You got Sam Bradford; he's hurt up there. You got Case Keenum starting. Bridgewater to look coming back maybe about the another four or five weeks down the road. But that he came from Louisville, he was a late round, first round pick coming out of school. And I and I hope the best, Teddy Bridgewater. He's a small guy. Uh, He got hurt in practice. He hasn't been on the field in close to two years. But that doesn't have anything to do with this particular game. Mm -hmm. The Ravens, again, their defense, you don't know what you're going to get with these guys. Sometimes they look like world beaters. Other times they're a human sin. Uh, So give me the Vikings who have been playing consistent football uh, out there uh, uh, for the W.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Next game is going to be the Jets at Dolphins. This is a... Inner, uh, divisional matchup, of course, in the AFC East. Uh, the Dolphins are favorite, minus three. They're favorite by three points. Uh, Dunkel Spread actually has the Jets, who have been surprisingly uh, a surprise. Uh, I know that's uh, bad verbiage right there, surprisingly a surprise. But uh, the Jets by five and a half here, the Dunkel Spread says. And he's going to take the Jets with the points, plus three. Um, I'm not sure how I really see this game. The Jets, they've been uh, surprising me a lot this year. Uh, Almost took down the Patriots Uh, if you don't take away that bogus uh, Austin safari and jenkins call back for a touchdown then theoretically it's a tie game But then of course Tom Brady probably would have won the game anyway Uh, I'm not sure how I really see this game. I haven't really made a pick yet Um, I'm give me the Dolphins um, uh, with against the spread here. I just think that the Dolphins they beat Atlanta Falcons last week they could uh, beat the Jets at home to, to uh, start a little winning streak there for the Dolphins. How do you see this game, Steph, guy? Yeah, I'm also
1: going to go with the Fish. Uh, preseason, the Jets were scheduled to be about a 2-14 and 14 type team. Mm-hmm. They've been surprising everybody. Everybody wants to say, oh, these are winnable games now. But at the end of the season, these early season predictions minus you know minus three or four teams are very accurate. So I don't really see the Jets getting on a, a winning streak even though they did play the Patriots very tough last week. Uh, their offensive coordinator, uh, John Morton, he's got the Jets playing decent. You know, they're not lighting them up, but they're they're respectable. Mm. And uh, But I, I have the Finns winning that in a close matchup, so give me the Finns. Uh, they, they shocked Atlanta last week. They were down 17 nothing, getting ready to fold up their tents. They got a pick from uh, Matt Ryan. They converted that into a score, and they turned the tables on the Atlanta Falcons. It was mm. incredible. Yeah, and that's basically sparked their whole team. There's a lot of talent down in, in, in Miami, um, and uh, I, I, give me give me the fish on this one, uh, uh, gracious host, please.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, there's no surprise there. Absolutely, you made some great points. Shout to Ty Bowles though. I'll give him a little bit of credit. Uh, beginning of the season on the Against the Spread podcast, we said if anybody's on the hot seat, it's him. It's Marvin Lewis. Uh, he's done a good job of damage control there, with not a lot of talent on paper to actually be extremely competitive. And have that, I think the locker room's actually behind the guy. So I give him uh, credit when credit is due.
1: Yeah, just don't get, just don't get blown out. Stay competitive. You're working to, uh, uh, you know, you're putting positivity into the franchise. And uh, but luckily for the Jets, uh, the New York Yankees are still in the baseball, so it's keeping them off the back. The Jets are fine.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Next game, still 1 o'clock games right now, 1 o'clock kickoff. It's going to be Cardinals at Rams. Uh, The Rams, surprisingly, uh, still uh, winning, uh, surprisingly, with that new head coach out there in L.A. Uh, The Rams are favored by 3.5 points. Uh, The Dunkel spread has the Cardinals by 1, and he's going to take the Cardinals plus 3.5 Um, I don't join him. Well, should I join him in that assessment? I don't know. Again, I'm making the picks on the fly with you, sir. Um, give me the Rams. Actually, no. I take that back. Give me the Cardinals. Plus three and a half. I think the Cardinals, with the addition of uh, AP, kind of, uh, well, I saw it last week against the Bucks when I was watching. It kind of, uh, it's like a lightning bolt into the locker room a little bit. Uh, you brought it up last week saying that, you know, nobody has really commanded the NFC West uh, like that. And I think the Cardinals realized that when after AP, uh, they're still going to get Chris Johnson back sometime uh, midseason. So the Cardinals, despite all the uh, talk outside of the locker room, they're going for this playoff run slash Super Bowl run. Uh, they still have Tyron Matthew healthy, Patrick uh, uh, Peterson healthy. Uh, all their guys are still healthy. All their key guys are still healthy. And you got Adrian Peterson to, to replace uh, Johnson. And Johnson's going to come back. So, uh, give me the Cardinals plus three and a half. I'm going to start joining Dunkel spread when he uh, makes some of his picks because they're not really too bad of assessments. How do you see this game? Rand yeah. Cardinals. My
1: gracious host, I believe we're having some technical difficulties. I can still hear you. Can you hear me? So, yes, sir. So, this game is being played over in London. Oh, wow. Uh, So, it's going to be an early start, so everybody get your cup of coffee and get ready for some NFL. And I make this game the young versus the old, because... The Cardinals are basically the, Not basically, they are the oldest team In the NFL, they got uh, The quarterback, the Fitzgerald The wide receiver, and they got AP back there. They got some old cats Versus the Rams, who are all the youngsters, The Aaron Donalds, the Jared Goffs Up mm. the middle, stopping the run But I'm gonna go with the Arizona Cardinals uh, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers Felt the wrath of Adrian Peterson Last week, he had 26 Carries Um, They were playing out their minds, inspiring football. This is where Carson Palmer is effective, where he could do that little drop-off to Johnson or to AP, and that sets up everything else. It it, it camouflages that porous offensive line that the Cardinals has. He does not get destroyed back there being the human statue. So give me the Cardinals, and basically uh, an away game, uh, to, to defeat the Rams Again they have some Growing pains to do I know they're the talking the town Tinsel Town, But give me the Cardinals
0: Absolutely And uh, the reason why This game is so hard to pick Is because the Rams Last week uh, They actually beat the Jags On the road So say what you want to say About the Rams But they're getting it done As far as production <clears> and, and wins are concerned uh, Next next game Is going to be uh, Panthers at Bears So the Panthers They're coming off a tough uh, Loss last week Thursday night Uh, To the Eagles So they had a few days extra rest um, Leading up to this game The Panthers are still on the road Um, And it's going to be Panthers are still favored on the road Minus 3 spread has the Panthers favored by 5.5 He's going to go with Panthers minus 3 This game is a little bit harder to pick Now that Mitchell Trubisky is back in the fold As the starting quarterback for the Bears Uh, And he got his first win last week Uh, But give me the Panthers here I'm going to join Dunkel in that assessment. Give me the Panthers. They've been playing solid football. They went down last week against a tougher team than the Bears. I think the Panthers still have more talent than the Bears. So you've got to win on, on the road. How do you see this game, stat guy?
1: Yeah, lock it up for the Panthers. I, I know they're not really healthy. you got the human concussion. Luke Cookley, if he can get on the field. I don't know if he's been cleared yet from that Concussion protocol. Yeah, God
0: bless that uh, guy, man. He he's always out of the game on some concussion concussion type protocol. Right. Uh,
1: you know, Calvin Benjamin he he might be out, uh, but Carolina did have that extra time. Uh, Trubisky in that win last week he only had about a he only had 125 yards passing. Wow. So they they're running the ball. Uh, uh, with, with John Fox as the head coach. They're keeping Trubisky out of harm's way, which is, you know, but their defense is six overall. So, Chicago is a tough out, but give me Carolina. Cam's got to stay pace with the Saints along with the Falcons. Uh, so, I want to go with Carolina in, a, in basically a lock okay. versus the Bears. All right, even, all though right. They, even though they're on the road.
0: That's fair enough. Next game is going to be Titans at Brown. Still 1 o'clock uh, kickoff here. Titans at Browns. The Browns on the road are still the favorite, minus 5.5 points. Dunkel spread has the Titans by 10.5 points. He's going to take the Titans, uh, minus 5.5 here. And uh, I'm going to join him partly in that assessment. Give me the Titans' money line here. I don't like them covering this 5.5-point spread, but I'm, there's no way in hell I'm picking the Browns uh, with, with after what I saw so far from them this season. They can't get a win. Uh, even if, even if they tried, and they're at home, it doesn't give me any more confidence that they are going to get this victory. given the Titans money line here. Safe safe bet.
1: Yeah, Titans all day. I'm not going to ever. I think I'm going to root or not root. I'm going to put my money against Cleveland for the rest of the year. Pretty much. Um, they got a quarterback carousel going on there. Uh, Tennessee showed up on Monday night. Uh, Mariota went uh, six for six in the fourth quarter to pull out that victory. Uh, but um, you got Dick LeBeau on defensive line. He's been a player. I saw a little uh, stat where he was fifty-nine years in the NFL as a player and coach. He's a defensive coordinator for the Titans. You know, so he's like eighty. Uh, that's a you know, as a player, he's in the Hall of Fame, and as a coach, so this guy is a, a, a walking monument to the NFL. Um, he used to be uh, with Pittsburgh for many years. He's still out there uh, saying that he enjoys going to work, and that's what it's all about—trying to find something in life where you love to do, and that way you can enjoy it versus the, you know, being a drudgery. So Dick LeBeau has found the fountain of youth. I'm going to go with the tech, Tennessee uh, Titans, even though they're playing at Cleveland. Um, and give me—and again, I'm giving the points uh, as, as Cleveland as the underdog, which goes against I usually like an underdog home team. Give me those points, but I'm going to go with Tennessee in this particular matchup because the Browns have been so terrible. They need Jim Brown back out there, actually.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, man. One of the last uh, or, or second to last 1 uh, o'clock games is going to be Saints at Packers at Green Bay. And the, the spread for this game is Saints minus 6 on the road. And uh, Dunkel only has the Saints better by 2.5 points. He's going to take the Packers plus six. I'm not going to join him in that assessment. Give me the Saints minus six on the road. Uh, they put up 52 last week. Uh, even if they put up 28, I don't think that the Packers, without Aaron Rodgers, conceivably can can match the Saints' output on offense. Uh, and I think the Saints' defense... Um, Even though they got scored on last week a a ton, they were able to force a bunch of turnovers on Matthew Stafford. And uh, you also got to like their uh, rookie cornerback, uh, Marshawn Lattimore out of Ohio State. He's been a true number one corner. He was picked, I think, the 11th overall pick. And uh, he's showing up on film. He's showing up uh, making plays, uh, getting turnovers. So I like the Saints, you know, they're trying to make... uh, they, they had the balls, you know, to uh, trade away Adrian Peterson and get the win without him the, the following week, even though the Cardinals also won with Adrian Peterson. So uh, the Saints, surprisingly, are back in the mix, I think, in the NFC South uh, to possibly lead this division if they get this win. So give me the Saints minus six uh, against the uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers Packers.
1: Yeah, that's an excellent uh, uh, Take. stat as far yeah. as Lattimore coming out of ohio state he's i'm not saying that he, he's the defense is all that but they're they have a three-game winning streak the saints and drew Brees, to his credit he stays in the pocket along with tom brady and this is where i'm gonna fall uh, aaron Rodgers to a point let's do a little deep dive here where well, he's making a lot of fabulous plays on the run but he did cost his team um uh, maybe a Super Bowl run by getting injured this year, you know, where you won't see Brady or Breeze out there running around. Breeze is the number one uh, quarterback for passing yards per game all time. So this guy's going to put up some numbers. This guy, Brent Huntley, he's been a backup for three years coming out of UCLA. Um, I'm, those offensive linemen better get on some steroids this week uh, because to protect this guy cuz Aaron Rodgers is the straw that stirs that drink with the Packers. You know, Mike McCarthy's the coach out there. He might get exposed as far as cuz Aaron Rodgers is not going to be bailing him out on these, all these fantastic plays and throwing Hail Marys. Um so I'm going to go with the Saints. They've been on a fabulous three-game winning streak. Give me the Saints. I'll give the points even though they're in Green Bay going against my trend once again. Um And I want to go with the Saints
0: for the the W. Absolutely, man. Last 1 o'clock game of the week is going to be the Jaguars. Fresh off a loss at home. They're going to be traveling to Indianapolis uh, to face the Colts uh, with Jacoby Brissett. Uh, I think Andrew Luck is still pretty much out right now. So, there you guys have it. Jaguars at Colts. The Jaguars are favored on the road, minus 3.5. Junk Hill Spread has the Colts by one. He's going to take the Colts plus 3.5. Um, I'm not going to join him in that assessment. Um, Actually, it depends. Uh, I don't think Leonard Fournette is actually my play in this game because he uh, sprained his ankle last week. Um, So that that changes the dynamic of this uh, game a little bit because when you have Leonard Fournette out there, say what you want to about their quarterback, Blake Bortles, but Leonard Fournette has the home run capability anytime he touches the ball, and he finishes runs uh, with power and fights for extra yards after every run. So, without that dynamic in, in, in the Jags, they're pretty much the same team they were last year without them. Uh, they don't have Allen Robinson. He's been he's been gone since week one. Uh, but then again, the, they're playing the Colts. So, what do the Colts have that uh, can't really be beaten by the Jags? Uh, if, if Leonard Fournette is out, give me give me the Colts with the points at home. They're finally going to, at least, even if they don't win, I think they can still cover this spread. Plus yeah, three this, and a half. This is a
1: garbage bowl. For me, uh, this is like if you want to go do some apple picking or some pumpkin picking or go to the mall, you, you can miss this particular game. I am going to go with Jacksonville. Um, I just want to know the guy who picks, you know, Blake Bortles in fantasy. Who's the guy? Who, who would pick Blake Bortles in fantasy? I don't because know. This guy. He, I want to meet that person that has got Bortles on his team because he's basically holding his uh, squad, who's great defensively. Back uh, again, no rhyme or reason. I'm not even going to go into any details or stats, because uh, stats are for losers. But I'm going to take the Jacksonville uh, Jaguars uh, on the road versus uh, the
0: Colts. Yeah, man. Speaking of fantasy, uh, I uh, made a mistake and missed my draft this year, so it auto drafted for me. My QB was uh, was freaking Eli Manning, one of the worst fantasy guys that you could possibly have to depend on, you know, to win you games, so yeah, trust me, imagine, and Blake Borders is worse than Eli, so imagine, it's worse than Eli, this
1: guy, you don't know what you're going to get week to week with the the Jags, they're everybody's darling, at the beginning of the year, we're going to step up, but they're the same old Jags, the Colts didn't, were not impressive on Monday night, I kind of tuned in with one eye, uh, uh. Versus the Titans last week, they didn't impress me overall. Uh, so give me the give me the Jags.
0: Okay, actually, um, let me. Let, I'm gonna change my pick from the Colts back to the Jaguars simply because uh, Jaguars. Whenever they lose one and they win one, whenever they win one then they lose one, that's pretty much been their their pattern of uh, week to week. So I'm gonna change my pick back to the Jaguars minus three and a half. Again, no real reason. This is a real garbage bowl game, like you said. Uh, but the Jags they have a little bit more talent on paper, uh, a little bit of better defense on paper. So, And they lost last week, so I think they're going to either get this win this week and uh, call it a day.
1: Yeah, and T.Y. Hilton for the Colts, he, he really likes to exploit weak cornerbacks and deep uh, defenses. The Jags do show up defensively, so maybe you can hold him... You know, under his uh, average, and, and they can squeak out a win, but we have to see. They got the lineup, and we'll see what happens.
0: Okay, all right. Four four uh, o'clock game. It's going to be the Cowboys going to uh, San. Where is that? San Jose, 10. California, to place yes, the Forty uh, ers at Levi Stadium. Yes. Uh, and uh, the uh, Cowboys are favorite on the road minus six, coming off a bye week. Dunkell spread has the Cowboys by a whopping thirteen points. He's going to take the Cowboys minus six. Uh, is Ezekiel Elliott playing or not? I'm not sh- really sure on his status. I think status. he's in. I think he's
1: in. He got a court injunction, so that he's going to play.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, let me get the Cowboys here then minus six. I think the Fort And surprisingly, the 49ers. Uh, I, I remember last week the I think the Redskins had it. They had like a ridiculous spread, like minus 11. And uh, of course, the 49ers did cover that. So they've just been covering the spread week to week. Whether they win or lose or draw. And the forty nines have been consistent this year as far as um, uh, covering their spread. Uh, I, I, I expect them this week to not cover it, though. Uh, they've been covering the spread all week. So, one week they're going to not have to cover. I think it's this week against the Cowboys. Cowboys, of course, a much stronger team on paper. But anything can happen any given Sunday. Uh, give me the Cowboys minus six here.
1: Yeah, uh, just like I had mentioned earlier with the Jets. With their preseason predictions, the 49ers' preseason predictions were horrible also. Two wins, three wins, four max. So once in a while, they're 0-6 right now. They've been covering the spread. But I'm going to go with the Cowboys. They're coming off a bye. Uh, Their offense has been very steady this year. They're over 30 points a game um, for for the Cowboys. Sooner or later, the wheels are going to fall off of the 49ers. I know they went to uh, a rookie quarterback last week. A guy his name is Steve Bethard. a replacing uh, a, a scrub and I, whose name I'm not even going to mention who, who really stunk the place up. I mean, he definitely gave him a spark versus the Redskins. But uh, they're going to get some tape on this boy and uh, figure out what he does well, and they're going to counteract him. So I'm going to go with Dallas. Uh, they've been very quiet being, coming off the bye, but they, they, they look to get back in track, you know, and they, they're looking forward even past this team to get to the cheese steaks, to the Giants, and to the, to the Washington football franchise also. So give me the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to go against my team for the first time this year. And I'll give and I'll and I'll lay those
0: points. Absolutely, absolutely. The four twenty five game is gonna be the Seahawks traveling to uh New Jersey, MetLife Stadium to face the Giants. Seahawks at Giants. It's gonna be the Seahawks minus five for the spread. Dunkell spread has the Seahawks pop eight and a half points. So he's gonna go with that uh Seahawks minus five spread. Um the Giants they were able to eke out their first uh victory last week on the road at Mile High Stadium. Um uh, are they a uh, fighting dog, or are they a dead fish? I don't know yet. Uh, I guess we're going to find out this week after their first win. Um, give me the Seahawks here, but I'm going to go Seahawks money line. I do expect the Seahawks to win, but I'm not sure if they could cover that five-point spread. Give me the Seahawks yeah. money line.
1: Yeah, this is a tough game to predict. The Giants surprised everybody. Got uh, McAdoo, the head coach of the Giants. They, they, they saved his butt because his, his behind was hot out here uh, as far as his his ability to lead a team, um, but they changed out. He gave up his offensive uh, coordinator position, the calling of the game, and it, it worked out for them. Uh, Seattle, they have been having the little problems scoring. Their defense travels well. This is all documented. I'm not breaking any news here. Uh, I, I think the Giants can cover. I'm going to go with them. I really should change my pick to Seattle, but I, I initially went with the with the Giants. Uh, uh as the underdog. So give me those five points at home
0: for the G Absolutely. Uh next game is gonna be the Broncos at Chargers. Uh Broncos of course coming off a loss in the Chargers how'd they do last week? Let me check. Did they have a bye or No the Chargers won that? Oh game. They, they won, won the late, yeah they they bro. they beat the uh, they beat the Raiders last week. Okay, yes. so it's gonna be the Broncos at Chargers at, at Chargers in LA. Uh the Chargers are favored by one point. Dunkel's spread has the Chargers by four. He's going to go with the Chargers minus one as his pick. Um, This is a tough matchup. Uh, The Chargers are one of the few teams that consistently can beat the Broncos because they're in the same division. And they always play. This is always a a tough matchup, always competitive. Um, Now, the Chargers, have they relieved themselves of the funk of the uh, start of the opening season? I think they actually have. I think um, they need this game. They're going to remain competitive as far as the rest of the season is concerned. Give me the Chargers uh, getting their win at home. First win at home, rather, uh, in L.A. here. Chargers minus one over the Broncos. How do you see yeah, this game?
1: This is a tough—if if, if the Broncos have defeated the Giants the week previous, I think this is a big spread for the Broncos going in and taking care of business. But they look like—the Broncos look like they're on shaky ground uh, with their— Bad performance versus the Giants, but I am going to go with the with, with the Broncos. Um, AFC West is still up for grabs. Everybody's still jockeying for position. I, I think Mile High uh, will, will, will take the, with the LA Chargers uh, again. I, I'm sick of the Chargers. As soon as one you bet betting, put some hard-earned cash on them. Uh, they lose, or if you if you do the reverse.
0: It they're win. winning the
1: game for you. So I stay away from the Chargers. But if I had to make a pick, I'm going to go with the Broncos.
0: Okay, that's a safe pick, man. That's that's good analysis right there. Next game is going to be Sunday Night Football. We already made it to Sunday Night Football. That means there's two games left this week. It's going to be the Falcons at Patriots. The uh, rematch of last year's Super Bowl. It's going to be in Foxborough, New England. Um, the Patriots are favored by three points, minus three Dunkel spread has the Patriots by five and a half. He's going to take the Patriots minus three here. Um, I, I don't really know how I see this game. The Falcons, they're on shaky ground, if you want to say that, even though they're not not really. They're still in contention to win the, the NFC South by any means. Um, and the Patriots, the Patriots, uh, they they won two games straight so against the Buccaneers and the uh, Jets now. So the Patriots are definitely not in a must-win situation. And the Falcons desperately need this win and this extra added motivation because this is the rematch of the Super Bowl. However, uh, the Patriots are home. Uh, this is a small spread, minus three. So give me the Patriots at home to continue their uh, winning streak, minus three and minus three points uh, over the Falcons. How do you see this game?
1: Yeah, I want to go with, uh, this is the Super Bowl matchup, as you mentioned. Uh, this is a must-win, prove-it-to-me game for the Falcons because they They almost lost to the Bears week one. They could have easily been one and three. They were winning some dicey games. Um, But uh, I think they have to definitely show up. Uh, Matt Ryan, the quarterback for the Falcons. I think he misses Kyle Shanahan, his offensive coordinator from last year, a little bit. You know, they're going to have to start targeting Julio Jones. I think he's got 25 catches this year. But they got to just start... Giving him some more targets to exploit that New England Patriot porous defense, they ha- they made the Jets look good. So I think the Falcons, with their offense, can keep pace with the with the Patriots offensively. And I'm gonna, that's why I'm leaning with the Falcons. It's going to be a tightly contested matchup. Uh, you got Gronkowski for the Patriots. I think this guy is going to get hurt every time I see him play. I don't know what in my every time I see him running down the field. They're going for this guy's knees. They don't want to tackle that big boy up high. I, I'm not saying he's going to get hurt, but he just is, he's a scary player. He's very dangerous. He's a stud, but he, he's got the potential to go out. They've already lost Elman for the year. Um, so the New England defense is garbage, so I'm going with the Falcons.
0: Okay. All right. That's a fair assessment. That's fair. Uh, last game, Monday Night Football. We already reached the last game of Week 7. It's going to be the Redskins at Eagles. Uh, interdivisional NFC East matchup. Uh, it's going to be in Philadelphia. The Eagles are favorite minus five. Redskins and uh, Dunkel spread are favored by one point. Dunkel is going to go with the uh, Redskins on the road plus five. Uh, this is a tough, tough game. Simply because the Eagles look like the class of the NFC right now. Of course... You would think that they're going to have to go down sometime against a team that knows them pretty well, whether it be the Redskins, Giants, or Cowboys. Uh, but the Redskins, they're a little bit shaky, and the Eagles have been a little bit more stable uh, so far this year. Give me the Eagles, but I'm going to go with Eagles money line here in this situation. I don't think they can cover a five point spread, but uh, Eagles are just a safer pick to me. How do you see this game, stat guy?
1: Yeah, if I did the money line, I also would join you there gracious host mm-hmm. but I want to go with I want to go with the sakes they're five and one they had a lot of penalties versus Carolina and they still pulled away from them boys and Carolina's they came to win that it, that really impressed me okay. um, they're playing well overall um, I really can't defend my pick but I just think Philly is the team to beat right now in the AFC East and I'm gonna roll with those guys
0: okay that's fair enough man well there you guys have it man those are our peaks uh, excuse me, those are our picks for week 7 uh, of the 2017-2018 NFL season. I'm Jared Adams. That's the Stat Guy. Stat Guy, you got something else to say before we sign out?
1: Yeah, two quick things. Um, can we do a quick recap on last week's picks? I know I, I mean, the underdogs were like 10-4 last week. So, I did terrible from my from a picking standpoint. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I've, I haven't, I haven't uh, actually... I'm trying, to re- I'm trying to rebound this because I haven't been winning... Any money, and I need to start. I need some cash. The baby needs shoes.
0: Hey man, that's the thing. I haven't really uh, typed up all of the uh, results from Week Six yet. I haven't okay. had the time to do that. So I will send out the uh, the spreadsheet though for you guys to look at uh, and uh, analyze for yourself. All with the uh, the records all added up for you guys.
1: Yes. And so my last point, I just want to give a shout out to Fake Clay Thompson. He's out there. Oh yeah, that
0: guy's awesome.
1: He was out there on, on Wednesday night. He he, he, made, he actually made me laugh out loud. This guy was in the parking lot. He went up to the VIP area in the parking. Players, he, he was the man. And whoever thought of that idea, uh, I, I just want to give them a shout-out to Fake Clay.
0: Hey, man, shout-out to that guy as well. It takes true create, uh, creativity and dedication to pull that off. He had the full jersey, full shorts, uh, the full uh, goatee. And he sat behind the bench, so he, he wanted to be noticed. He did a great job of that. He's got over, like, 4 million views on YouTube as being fake Clay. So, uh, I appreciate the effort from that guy. Shout out to that guy. Uh, we're going to sign out on that note. Make sure you guys follow the War Report radio series on iTunes. You Make sure you guys like and subscribe to the channel on the iTunes podcast section. Find it under War Report Radio Series. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at War Report Radio and on Instagram, war underscore report underscore radio. I'm Jared Adams. I'm signing out. Stat Guy. Peace. Say something, Stat Guy. Peace. Peace out.
1: Yeah, you got it.